With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio. TNT. TNT. Oh, Nikki. Never Nikki. Icky Nikki. Neocon Nikki is just so overwhelmed, overwhelmed with the spontaneous outpouring of love and support from all her many, many fans which emanated entirely from whoever's running her social media campaign. <laughs> These people are so freaking stupid. They're, they think they're so smart just because they were selected to get an Ivy League degree. I noticed I didn't say education. I said degree. They get the diploma. Mm. The education, not so much. Not so much. They learn more about pronouns and intersectionalities than they do Pythagoras and exothermic reactions. Nikki has been busted sharing a spontaneous outpouring of support. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, you can't make this stuff up. The screen cap of the email she received has the send button on it. <laughs> They're not even smart enough to be able to fake an email. These people are morons. And yet, they think they're so much smarter than you and I. My question for Nikki is not why she's so pathetically scared that she has to gin up emails from anonymous supporters. No. My question for Nikki is, what was she doing in Miami Beach on Wednesday? Who did she visit? And for what reason? I'll give you a hint. It's all about the Benjamins. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Really? You th think you're so much smarter than everybody else. We see through you like your saran wrap. It's pathetic. We know who's funding you. We know why. And we know what you're going to do as a result if you're ever allowed near the reins of power again. Your tenure as governor of South Carolina should have ended your political career. That it hasn't is an indictment of Republican voters more than it is of you. Because you are on display for all the world to see. Everyone should know who Neocon Nikki is by now. You're not fooling anybody. And if you think you are, you're not as smart as you think you are. As Abraham Lincoln said, you can fool some of the people all the time, and all of the people some of the time, but Nikki, you can't fool all the people all the time. Not possible, and it's not, not going to happen. Look, drop out of the race. We all know why you're in. And quite frankly, the only way you're going to get in is if they JFK DJT. And we hope and pray that never happens. But Nikki, even if it does, you're not going to be the default option. So give it up, drop out of the race, and go lick your wounds because it's never going to happen for you. Just like Fetch, it's never going to happen, Nikki. As for 
all the others, well, at least they're smart enough to buy their time. Ron disappoints us, figured it out a little bit too late that he should never have jumped into this race. He should have bided his time, and he would have been the heir apparent. But Ron has screwed that up because now he's not going to be the heir apparent. Who's going to be the heir apparent? Whoever Donald Trump chooses as vice president. And as I've said, I think it's going to be someone, if not J.D. Vance or Josh Hawley, someone like them, someone that can be given a portfolio of responsibilities and, unlike our current vice president, actually achieve some success, actually execute the policies and make America great again. And then, after the president's second four-year term is up, after he's won his third election, then it'll be eight more years of the same because we'll have tried and true. Sure, there'll be a big primary in 2028, you know, assuming President Trump gets in and completes his term, there'll be a big primary and Nikki will be back and Chris Christie will be back and Ron disappoints us, we'll be back. It's not going to be any of them. It's going to be whoever served as vice president in Donald Trump's second term. So, Nikki, do the right thing, not for us, but for yourself. Save yourself the embarrassment of getting your arse handed to you next week in South Carolina. All right. I'm Timothy Shea. This is The Reckoning. Don't miss out on a thing. Be sure to download the TNT radio app from either the Apple App Store or Google Play so you can easily watch or listen live to us anywhere, anytime. Available right now to download. Keeping you up to speed on today's news talk, TNT. It's the stuff. It's that division. People are talking about. And that cluelessness that they want to push. Today's news talk radio, TNT. A groundbreaking study published in Nature magazine has revealed evidence of Alzheimer's disease in living people, apparently acquired from deceased donors, due to transmission of toxic proteins known as prions from a now-banned hormonal treatment given to them as children. Here with the story joining me now is TNT News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Timothy. This is very interesting. Uh, scientists have found that Alzheimer's can be passed to humans uh, treated using hormones that were extracted from corpses. Uh, researchers have discovered that five, five people treated with human growth hormone, or HGH, extracted from corpses, received a tainted batch that led them to develop dementia. The tainted supply was given to nearly 2,000 children of short stature in the UK across 40 years between 1959 and 1995. Uh, use of the hormone to assist with growth was discontinued in 1995 after it was found to be a trigger for Crutchfeld-Jacob disease, or CJD. Scientists at the University College London, UCL, have discovered that the same batch appears to have triggered Alzheimer's in a number of those patients, one of whom developed symptoms as young as 38. More than 1,800 people received the hormone between 1959 and 1995, and scientists from UCL believe that five of them, who were aged between 28 and 55, developed symptoms of Alzheimer's. Researchers found those five were not at genetic risk of the condition, but study authors were keen to stress this does not mean Alzheimer's can be 
quote unquote caught. You don't think you can just catch Alzheimer's is what they're saying. Um, Professor John Collinge, director of the UCL Institute of Prion Diseases and lead author of the study, said the study's findings do not mean car car carers or relatives of carrier. What? Carriers might be a misprint. I'm sorry. Or relatives of Alzheimer's patients can catch the disease. Oh, carers. Sorry, people who take care of the people of the patients. I apologize. Uh, he says, quote, we are not suggesting for a moment you can catch Alzheimer's disease. You can't catch it by being a carer or living with a husband or wife with the disease. The patients we have described were given a specific and long discontinued medical treatment, which involved injecting patients with material now known to have been contaminated with disease related proteins, end quote. Professor Collins added that recognizing the transmission in these quote-unquote rare situations should allow scientists to review measures that might prevent accidental transmission in other medical settings. The scientists initially discovered the transmission by accident in a separate study of people who died of CJD after receiving human growth hormone. They found that four people had significant levels of amyloid beta protein, a substance that develops among brain cells and prevents them from communicating efficiently. None of them developed dementia, but scientists believe that they likely would have had they not died from CJD. The researchers were later able to get their hands on the original growth hormone they received from a Department of Health storeroom. And after injecting mice with the substance, found they developed signs of Alzheimer's. They concluded that the hormone contained misfolded amyloid beta proteins implicated in Alzheimer's. Well, there you go. Uh, Timothy, since you're a scientist, and this is certainly um, your your area of, uh, I'm, I'm totally lost reading and trying to pronounce these words, but I think I did a good job. And I find the whole idea interesting, especially considering I know there are proteins that work also with the jibby jabs. So I don't know what your thoughts are about any of that. Well, you're exactly correct. You did a fantastic job reading that. Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease is the human equivalent of bovine spongiform encephalitis, which is more colloquial known as mad cow disease, which is why Denny Crane, you used to refer to his mad cow disease on Boston Legal. It's a true syndrome. It's very serious. It's why, for example, you don't use, as they do in North Korea, human feces to fertilize crops because these prions do exist in human feces. And that's actually become a huge problem in North Korea from reports that we've received from defectors that because they use human sewage to fertilize their crops, there's a massive amount of people there, allegedly, that get Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease. Now, why is this important? Well, I actually went to grad school with a young woman who was only three feet tall when she was 12 years old. She was a hypopituitary dwarf. And, and science hyper means too much and hypo means too little. And so she had too little pituitary growth hormone. And so she was a hypopituitary dwarf. There are different kinds of dwarfism. Luckily, because she was a hypopituitary dwarf, she was able to be treated with growth hormone, human growth hormone, HGH. And she made it to five feet tall and she could have continued the treatments, but she figured five feet is tall enough. That's five feet tall naturally. So she stopped there. 
she is one of the people that is now at risk for developing Alzheimer's because of that treatment. Because unlike insulin, which was originally derived from bovine uh, or um, ovine pancreases, sheep pancreases, the human growth hormone was derived from the brain, the pituitary glands of human cadavers, recently deceased. Not, you know, not embalmed cadavers like you have in medical school, but like an organ donor, right? You, you can donate your cornea, you can donate your heart, your lungs. Well, you can, if you're an organ donor, they will also extract the human growth hormone from your pituitary gland to help these hypopituitary dwarfs. The real story here, Adam, isn't that these prions are causing bovine spongiform encephalitis or Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, as it's called in humans. The real story here is that scientists often learn how to do something well before they learn whether they should. Okay, Moving at the speed of science was the biggest lie ever told. Well, moving at the speed of science was to the mod RNA. Notice it's not mRNA. It's not naturally occurring. It's modified RNA injections, also known as you lovingly put it, the jibby jab. I love that. Is to the um, moving at the speed of science is to the mod RNA injections as uh, this situation here. It's just like diethyl stilbestrol, right? DES was given to pregnant women in order to quell their nausea. And it worked phenomenally. Unfortunately, their daughters developed ovarian cancer at a ridiculously high rate. And that's when they realized, it wasn't until Gen 2, second generation, that they realized, yeah, giving, giving pregnant women DES isn't the best idea. Science, the history of science is replete with these, not just in medicine, although thalidomide comes to mind. Oh, we'll give thalidomide. Well, you end up with flipper babies, you know, um, babies that have no limbs, no long bones in their arms and legs. They just have, you know, feet and hands. They just have flippers. They were, you know, colloquially called flipper babies. So thalidomide was taken off the market. The daughters of the women that were treated with DES got ovarian cancer, so DES was taken off the market. Uh, it, it, it happens outside of medicine, though. We've got an erosion problem. Hey, you know what? There's a vine from Asia that grows really fast, so we'll plant that vine on soils that are prone to erosion, and it will stop the erosion plant, uh, erosion uh, syndrome. Oh, great. Well, guess what that vine was? That vine was kudzu. In southern states, southern utilities spend hundreds of millions of dollars a year cutting back the kudzu, which grows at three feet per day. You go down south during the summertime, all you see are power lines just overgrown with kudzu. And they have to be cut back because the weight of the kudzu will pull the power lines down. It's an enormous problem down south, and there's no solution for it. We have invasive species all over this country that were introduced either for ornamental purposes, oftentimes in the case of plants, introduced by accident, as in the case of the zebra mussel, which has ruined all of the Great Lakes and even the Finger Lakes now. 
with uh, all from the bilge water, the ballast water from uh, large ships that picked up their uh, load in China or Asia and deposited here in the United States. Invasive species are a problem. Unintended consequences and medical treatments are a problem. The idea of moving at the speed of science, meaning moving faster than any safety or research or testing, is not only stupid, it's willful negligence. And we've just got to stop doing this. And I'm a science guy. I'm not anti-science, but please, let's be responsible. Well said, Timothy. You sound like Jeff Goldblum's character in Jurassic Park, by the way, trying to warn them before it was too late. <laughs> Same that, kind of thing. I phrase, you know, Jeff Goldblum is six feet six. He's got a, He's got an inch on me. He's He was always my hero. It's like, oh, there's finally a tall guy in the movies. It isn't five, six like Tom Cruise. I'm being very generous saying that Tom Cruise is five, six, by the way. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. All well said. This also reminds me, there was a book I read years ago called Deadly Feasts, uh, written by Richard Rhodes. He was talking about Kuru, yep. K-U-R-U, a very yep. similar kind of a disease Kuru is a prion uh, disease as well, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, prions. Yeah, fascinating That's stuff. Bad news. You want to stay away from those prions. No eating the chilled monkey brains for dessert, Adam. No, I won't. I'm good. Thanks for another great week of stories. You're listening to The Reckoning on today's News Talk, TNT. TNT's Kate Shimarani. I'm of the, the belief that your body can totally, 100% heal itself. If you remove the offending things and you flood your body with what it needs. What do your dogs and your kids do when they get sick? They lie down and sleep, don't they? They don't want to eat. They get great big temperatures and they just want to rest. What, do you think you're a special, special snowflake? You're any different? No, that's you as well. But what do they want to do when you go to the hospital? I've seen it firsthand in the last couple of weeks. They're just going to serve you rubbish food, wheat, sugar, dairy, animal protein, tea and coffee, fluoridated, chlorinated, bromine, water, drugs, pharmaceutical petroleum-based drugs. Kate Shamarani on today's News Talk TNT. Affordable housing, we can build that. Sustainable housing, we can build that. At MIT Modular, we understand the importance of housing for all and the importance of design, cost, and functionality. Our goal is to meet the needs of our growing population by converting shipping containers to livable units. If you're like-minded and in a position to invest in something meaningful and life-changing, we want to hear from you. We are a team of professional architects, engineers, and financial and tax experts dedicated to offering unique solutions that provide a brighter future. Our Opportunity Zone Fund offers investors both real estate and operating business diversification, five-year tax deferral on capital gains, annual tax benefits, and ultimately tax-free appreciation potential. There are Opportunity Zones all over America. If you're interested in learning more about our services, need affordable housing, or want to participate in creating a new vision for tomorrow, give us a call in the U.S. on 385-985-5702 or read more at MITModular.com. MIT Modular. We can build that. Today's News Talk Radio. I do a lot of streaming radio. I do a lot of free streaming. TNTradio.live. David and Stacey White had been entrepreneurs since they were knee-high to a grasshopper. 
They grew up in rural Kansas, farm country, with very conservative values instilled in them. At 23, they started a very successful online product brokerage company that gave them the freedom and flexibility to travel. And as we know, travel is broadening, but they experienced the coastal values, which only gave them a deeper appreciation for the flyover state values they had grown up with, considering them to be what is normal. As Sarah Huckabee said, this next election is between normal and crazy, and we concur. I'd like to welcome back to The Reckoning my very good friends of flyover, state, flyover conservatives, Dave and Stacy Whited. Hey, Timothy. Hey, thanks for having us back. Absolutely. How's it going, man? Good to see you. It's been going great. I'm on location here in Miami Beach, so I can't complain. It's been beautiful here in the 70s, sunny, low humidity. This is my time of year for Florida. No doubt about it. That's where I would like to be right now, for sure. I you was know, just, when, yeah. We actually have some pretty weather here right now, but a couple of weeks ago, we were at negative seven. It was so cold. Yeah, if you saw like when the Chiefs played the Dolphins, it was with with wind chill. It's like twenty below zero. <laughs> it was uh, that was home game in Kansas City. It was the third coldest game in NFL history, and uh, it, it's just it's it's, it's the global warming is not a thing no. uh, right now for sure. Right? You know, yeah, that's a bit nippy. I love winter. I wait all summer long for the break in the weather that comes in upstate New York about August fifteenth. But I, I wait for for autumn. And that's only we don't have spring. It's mud season up in the Northeast. The only time I've experienced a spring is when I lived in Bethesda, Maryland. But my sweet spot is between 15 and 25, sunny, no wind. Right? It's perfect to that go skiing. Like you. you can be outside all day long. It's not too cold. You know, because if you're active, if you're skiing, and when you're not skiing and when you're up on the chairlift if there's no wind 15 to 25 isn't very cold and it's just nice but i don't care who you are or what you're doing wind chill of minus 20 is a <laughs> bit too cold for my taste brutal <laughs> yeah yeah and that's you know it's it's kind of that's that's kind of like the i'm gonna change you know transition to politics when in some of these things here as well but the weather is not a big deal if you're prepared for it. There is no yeah. bad weather. There's bad clothing. Right. You know, if you got the coat, you got the gloves, you got the hat. That's the thing. And I think that's kind of, you know, a lot of people that watch your show, a lot of people that watch our show, a lot of, you know, the flyover conservatives crowd. It's like we there's some things we can't change. Like, I wish, you know, this was different and that was different. And 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 we're going to slowly churn and work and have better ideas and better conversations and try to to, to move the needle mm -hmm. and, and gain ground back. But we can make choices ourselves to kind of insulate ourselves from the craziness going on around us. Like you can't, you can't deny the storm, but you can you can uh, adjust yourself. And I think that's why a lot of people are tuning in to to outlets like yourself. And even I saw Joe Rogan's podcast uh, podcast just got renewed yeah. again today, a record amount, probably more than than you and I make. But uh, <laughs> but, just, but it shows this just, shows just this, by a buck or two, Dave. Just, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. That's it. But it shows this trend away from you know the mainstream media, the mainstream outlets that have that have this this narrative in it, and people are looking for real answers. How do I how do I make wise choices with my finances? How do I make wise choices right. with my health? How do I make wise choices with my children's education? How do I make wise choices with my faith? You know, and I maybe can't trust the people I would have trusted in the past. 
but they're looking for answers and people have solutions. I think that's why people tune into you. That's why, I mean, TNT, every, everyone um, every, that we've listened to on your network, they have answers and solutions. They think about things and chew on things heavily in private. And then when they bring this content in public, it, it's for the benefit of the listeners, not the benefit of the advertisers, you know, not brought to you by Pfizer, you know, every single ad like you get right. on Fox or CNN, either one. So um, there's crazy things happening, but just like the weather, you can adjust and people can still thrive and crazy might not go away, but you don't have to live in crazy and you can actually do well in spite of it. And I think, I think that's why we well, have sometimes because of when it. we get together. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes you could do great because of crazy. You see crazy yeah. and you say you do the opposite and all of a sudden here's yep. sitting pretty. I really want, I really appreciate what you just said. And we did not tee that up. We didn't talk about that. Nope. It, that came from the heart. And I, I greatly appreciate it because that is what we do. And that's my theory, right? I will have somebody on and you know, take them down the dark and twisty. This is, this is the whole unvarnished truth, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it's pretty ugly and it's pretty bad. Uh, but in the D block, I always try to give answers, some hope. This is an action mm -hmm. item that you can do to make things different and, and to give a little bit of uplift at the end of the show because you don't want to just be doom and gloom. Yeah, things are bad, but guess what? They can be better, and here's how. So thank you so much for noticing that. I've noticed the same thing on your show. You know, that's why I really feel like God commissioned us when we started Flyover Conservatives. Oh. He gave us that whole slogan of wake up, speak up, and show up. You know, when people wake up to what's going on, a lot of times it's depressing. You just yeah. kind of want to go to bed and throw the covers over your head and suck your thumb and be like, I hope this disappears. You know, but that either it either leads to depression or anger. And so when you take action by speaking up and showing up, then it's like, okay, I can be in control. I may not be able to change what's going on in Washington, D.C., or maybe at the border, but I can make a difference in my own family and my own community, which ultimately can change the nation. Right, exactly. And, and let's contrast that with the message that we're getting from GOPE and the Democrats, which is sit down, shut up, and do what we tell you. That's exactly right. And I think sometimes even with what we've seen with January 6th or what we're seeing at the border, you know, I, I think a lot of times they think, well, we're going to intimidate these conservatives to, or or school boards, you know, with moms showing up or dads showing up, you know, and then the FBI at their home. I, I think that they thought we're going to knock these people down. They're going to stay down and they're not going to come yeah. up swinging. And I think they really underestimated the American spirit. We were like, OK, you can knock us down, but we're going to come up. We're going to be stronger than when we were before, because I think truth, I know truth is on our side and truth always comes to the surface over time. And, and people around the world are waking it up absolutely to that. You see it in every country, it's you see it, it yeah. in every country of the world. Well, you do. And it's that beach ball analogy that I use, right? You can force the beach ball to the bottom of the pool, but eventually it's going to come up. And when it comes up, it doesn't just come to the surface. It shoots 10 feet in the air and makes a big splash. And I want to talk about their overestimation because they didn't only overestimate the American people or underestimate the American people. They underestimated their own base. And it's, it's starting mm -hmm. to come out and it's a beautiful thing to see. You're listening to The Reckoning on today's News Talk, TNT. Here's the news. TNT Radio News. news. For TNT, this is James O'Neill. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis acknowledged in a recent court submission that she had a relationship with Nathan Wade a lawyer she appointed for the prosecution of former President Donald Trump. Turkish banks have begun closing accounts of Russian companies and imposing stricter conditions on individual clients following the threat of secondary sanctions from the U.S. In January, the U.S. labor market saw the addition of 353,000 jobs, according to the Department of Labor. 
globalist agendas, democratic rights at risk, corruption, propaganda. It never stops. For the news and views silenced by the mainstream media, by government and corporations, vote one. TNT Radio. Free speech always has a home here. Stay up to date with the latest live news and current affairs delivered by our lineup of expert commentators and hosts. Listen to TNT Radio anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT Radio app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Today's news talk. This is TNT Radio. I had a frank and candid discussion, as the diplomats say, with a good friend of mine over lunch today. And his position was that even though Icky Nikki, Neocon Nikki, Never Nikki, whatever you want to call her, <laughs> uh, might not be ideal, that if she were to be the nominee, not just in 2024, but say 2028, that uh, the time to sort it out is in the primary. But even if, if Nikki's the candidate, you have to vote for her. I said, no, I don't. Because I would rather, I said, Mike, if I'm going to have a Democrat as president, I don't want one with an R after their name. Let the Democrats well, take a great way to the blame for all the negative things that are going to come. Yeah, if I'm going to have a Democrat as president, I don't want them to have an R after their name. And the, because here's why. I believe, and I've seen it play out time and time again, so this isn't just a, you know, a belief, like a religious belief. This is, this is grounded in experience. If you give them enough rope, they will hang themselves. Eventually, their hubris will be their downfall. They're going to overstep the mark. And that's what Democrats have done with black Americans. You want to indict Donald Trump five times? Great. You're going to lose black men. And that's exactly what's happened. All the polls show it. Donald Trump is the first Republican to be leading substantially among black men. Black women are the base of the Democrat Party because between the DEI jobs and the government jobs, they know where their bread's buttered. Because you can say a lot of things, and they're not stupid. However, there are a lot of black women that don't have a DEI job or a government job that are absolutely outraged. And one of them took to task a white liberal up in Harlem this week, and it was a beautiful thing to see. She's standing there on the corner at 12th F. And this woman is, oh, but you know, it's racist. Huh? You know, because that's what white liberals love to do. They love to tell black uh, Americans how and exactly how many ways they're victims, right? So true. This woman wasn't having any of it. She went off. You want to talk about Democrats? She said, Democrats were the slave owners down south. Democrats started the wow. KKK. Democrats. That's what we're responsible for Jim Crow. And the parties never, never uh, flipped. She goes, that never happened. What happened was that Democrats from down south after, she goes, the Union won because they had railroads. The Democrats had to supply their armies with horse and wagon, and the unions had railroads. We didn't, you know, the Southerners didn't have railroads, so they lost the Civil War. And what happened? People that now couldn't make their money off of slaves anymore since slavery was outlawed, had to move north to make money. So all the Democrats moved north and all the cities became Democrat. And people that were Republican up north moved down south because there was so much business opportunity. She said, that's what happened. But what else? Abortion on blacks using black ministers. Abortion is not part of our culture. 
We have a culture of life. Democrats force the fathers out of black families. That's not our culture. Our culture is to respect and honor our husbands. And she just kept going on and on and on with truth bomb after truth bomb. And it was unbelievable. It was such a beautiful thing to see. So that tells me that apart from the DEI and government employed black women, the Democrats just through their policy, because the best thing she said was, and why did BLM all of a sudden become an LGBTQIA plus? What does that have to do with black culture? That's completely against black culture. We're conservative. And that is such a great point, Tim. It's so true. You know, it's interesting. We were in the airport a few months ago, and every time that we fly, David always wears this hat. It's real classy. It's not the MAGA, you know, big thing. It's just a hat that has Trump's name on it. It's from the golf course. It's, it's a golf course hat. It's, it's red. It's, it's not like a redneck Trump hat. It's like a high-end, very yeah, classy, exactly, exactly. classy Trump hat. And he wears it every time <laughs> uh, just to kind of see people's responses. And it's very interesting. I, I don't think I've ever seen you get a negative response. It's mm -hmm. always very positive. But a lot we, of thumbs up, a lot of like, a lot, a lot of point. I, yeah, that, that. We were actually sitting in a restaurant waiting to, uh, you know, like on the layover, waiting to board a plane. And I, uh, we were sitting beside these two black women. They didn't, uh, they didn't know I could, over, I could hear. We're them. at the corner of a, of a bar. And so there's two of us here and then another two facing it. And our son Colton had a one on similar. And so did I. So there's the four of us kind of facing each other in the corner. And so our backs are sort of two of them talking to each other and they're all kind of behind yep. us. And I don't think they knew that I could hear him, but they were talking and they noticed the Trump hats. And the one lady said to the other, she said, you know, I, I don't want to say this too loud, but she said, I voted for Trump in 2020 and I'll vote for him in 2024. And the other lady beside her said, I didn't vote for him in 2020, but I will vote for him in 2024. And I thought, wow, OK, there is a real turnaround in our country and more and more people are waking up to what reality really is. There absolutely is a turnaround, and that's exactly why they're bringing in so many illegals. They say that replacement theory is a conspiracy theory. It's not. It's their actual plan. And it's not racial as much as it is cultural and political. Mm -hmm. These people, I said, you know, and I, I attribute this wholly to the, 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 the Holy Ghost because I say these things off the top of my head and some of them stick. I called them commiecrats. I said, they hate you, they hate me, they hate America. And that's exactly who these people are. They're yep. looking to actively undermine us and they don't care if America falls because they want their permanent Democrat majority. The question I would have for you is as these people are coming over the border and they're kind of done with them, uh, you know, because they're coming in illegally. So now they're kind of slaves to the country, you know, because they're not even here legally. Uh, not you know, position to on ramp and prosper no, and assimilate. Not at all. Correct. No. And so and so what happens to them when they're done with them? You know, yeah, they what, get thrown on. The, let, let me let me let me put it this way. What happened to female college athletes when they were done with them? What happened to oh. the Rowdy Gain, Riley Gaines and her fellow swimmers at the NCAA championships? Yep. It, it, it's so sad to see what they what they're doing. And, you know, we as conservatives and Republicans, we're like, OK, so 
if somebody comes into our country legally, it's like, okay, they have an opportunity to prosper. They have an opportunity to um, take advantage of what our country is based on, their free enterprise, that they can actually be further ahead than they were before. But they're not putting them, them in a position like that. They're not doing that. Same with the African-American community. Just like you said before, they took the dads out of the homes. They they con- completely destroyed the family in the African-American community. They put um, abortion clinics, Planned Parenthoods, right by their homes. You know, what are they trying to do? They are destroying the African-American It's a community. big eugenics project. And that's and that's the same in every single culture. As I, I don't care, uh, I don't care where in the country you go. I don't care what neighborhood or what intersection you're at anywhere in America. Without a father in the home, it's going to be a struggle. Sure. It's going to be a struggle to, well, you know, and to this protect is an the daughters, to protect everybody. Yeah, that's not an anecdotal observation. It's actually no. been been in study after study they've proven that empirically that it's it's true and you, you every, couldn't every be more race, correct every nationality yeah, and every different situation it's just yeah it, you know period and with, with without that you're if it's a two parent home mm-hmm. yeah you're yep. not set up to thrive outside nope. of that if i were to pick out of a fishbowl anything if i could pick polar gender any even even nation Mm-hmm. I would want to pick. I grew up in a, in a in a home with a mom and a dad around to instill beliefs and to protect and to have that that environment to be able yep. to grow up in. And so, when you undermine that at every single intersection, you're you're obviously you're mm-hmm. anti-family and you're anti-prosperity for the people that are underneath of your your leadership. And so, I well, think and you're anti-life success, up right? Because it's yeah, yeah, and it's anti-life success. It's not that you can't succeed if you come from a a single parent home. It's just that you're far less likely to succeed. And you, mm-hmm. you couldn't be more correct on that. You're listening to the reckoning on today's news talk TNT. Deweaponizing weather with reality and perspective. I really don't understand how this trial between Michael Mann and Mark Stein is continuing, and I don't know if Dr. Mann wanted to put his hockey stick on trial. There are so many holes in his argument, it is hard to believe. I don't even understand how people could have let that out without questioning it. And I've talked about this before. One of the biggest problems I have is he won't let anyone look at his data, at least no one that is skeptical of his data. And that should raise red flags. And I've talked about this many, many times. You can go and look at what the global temperature does. When it's warm in the eastern and central part of the United States and warm across Europe, usually the global temperature is elevated. Now, when it's cold in those areas, believe it or not, the global temperature is actually colder. The problem with this whole hockey stick and the recreation of temperatures from pine cones is the areas he looks at and draws his ideas from are usually cold when the earth is warm. So he would not be able to detect that. He would not know that because he's not a meteorologist. If he was a meteorologist, would he know it? Of course he'd know it because we talk about this all the time. They're called teleconnections. So if I were in there talking about this, I'd be asking, where is your meteorology background and are you aware of this going on? But in any case, this whole hockey stick idea of temperature recreation looks to be more of a hokey stick to a lot of us out there. And the first red flag is you wouldn't let anyone look at your data. This is TNT climate and weather watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. We are for pets. We do anything for them because they do everything for us. We are for people, for those who love pets unconditionally. 
we are for good. From adoptions and veterinary care to disaster relief and fighting pet hunger, we stand together to create a better world for pets and families in need. We are PetSmart Charities. For pets, for people, for good. Political neutrality. Not with Timothy Shea. This is The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. I'm here with David Stacy Whited from Flyover Conservatives. Check them out at flyoverconservatives.com and on X at Flyover Conservatives. Referring back to my earlier point about I'd rather have a Democrat, if I'm going to have to have a Democrat in office, I'd rather they not have an R after their name. Yeah. The Republicans, Democrats hate America and they want to destroy it as long as it really goes back to uh, Dante, right? I'd rather be a big fish in a small pond. I'd rather rule in hell than serve in heaven. I'd rather be a big fish in a small pond than a small fish in a big pond. And so that's what Democrats are, right? They don't care if they destroy their cities, great cities like Chicago, Detroit, Boston, New York, LA, San Francisco doesn't matter that they're falling apart at the seams because Democrats are in control. And that's all the Democrats that are in control care about is being in control. And their poor benighted boobs of a a constituency go along with it for some reason. I don't know why people vote against their self-interest, but apparently they're, they're fond of doing that. Well, Republicans are even worse in my estimation because although Republicans might not hate the country and might not want to see it destroyed. They view it as an inevitability. And so their whole goal is to slow down the rate of destruction so that they can profit off of it. Right. There's an awful lot that the Republican Party does that doesn't really align with the Republican Party platform and certainly doesn't align with the values of the Republican base. Man, that's so true. And I think so often you have to really follow the money. Like, how are they being supported and are they making decisions based on money that's coming in? Uh, there's an article that came out today. I just want to reference money because I always joke that most most politicians, whether Democrat or Republic, Republican, you know, for you, those of you watching or listening right now, most elected officials probably couldn't do your job. Right. Um, I would take the the, no. the currency exchange, like pesos to dollars kind of thing, is about 10 politicians to one regular guy that works uh, doing HVAC or some kind of a, of a he's a doer for a living. Um, the the uh, publication called Red State, there's a, a guy named Jennifer Van Lair. Uh, she did this article. Now she'd been researching both DNC spending and the RNC spending. The RNC has spent $1.5 million in the last 12 months on floral arrangements, limousine rides, and, and professional media consultants. $1.5 million. So wow. when you're thinking about giving money to the Republican Party, you're donating to people that spend a lot of money on flowers, a lot of money on limousine rides for themselves, and, and expensive consultants, consultants that help them make poor choices. I think Ron DeSantis could have done much better without the political consultants. When they get advice from people that have not even had lunch at a Panera Bread in the last two years or five years, they don't know what you think, what you need, what regular life is like. They've never been stuck in traffic or had to step over feces in the middle of the, of the street in downtown like, like a regular person you know, would do that lives under the consequences of their decisions. But you give directly to a candidate 
you know, that you that you believe in. But these people are professional at at spending money poorly, and then they have to go and beg from it from billionaires that do not care about the values of conservative. They have, they have agendas. Well, in, in Missouri, we just want to speak this directly because we live in Missouri, which is a red state. When you look at the country, it's, it's we really, every state's red, to be honest with you. Uh, you go county by county, you look at the 2020 election, uh, it's a red country. There are no red states. Uh, it's all uh, there are no blue states. It's all red states. There's some there's some blue cities, mm-hmm. but there are no there are no blue states. And so, you know, th- those values kind of kind of go everywhere. But but Missouri is as red as you get across the board, top to bottom. Every elected official from governor to dog catcher is pretty much a a Republican. But it but 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 we're sort of the epicenter of what needs to happen in our country because it doesn't help. You would think anything conservative, pro-life, any kind of mm-hmm. spending values. Uh, there was a bill uh, last year that that would have forced meatpacking companies to tell us if they're injecting mRNA vaccine technology into the meat. Just tell us. Just, it's not now, to stop we're, them. We're not saying tell us. Not saying don't do it. We're just saying d- d- do me a solid and tell me when you're putting mRNA technology in our food. It's like asking your waiter. Okay, no, because the, the, transparency is not possible. It was the no. Republicans that passed the bill to take off country of origin from our meat. It was Republicans yeah. that did that, not Democrats. And in our state with the Republican majority and, and, and across the board, everybody in Missouri was for it. The, our leadership couldn't get it done. That's like asking your waiter, tell me if the chef spit, if the chef is spitting in my food. I'm not saying he can't spit in my food, just but just let me know. Just tell me when he does. Like that that's a simple that's a layup. That mm-hmm. shouldn't even be that should be Democrats shouldn't be for that or against it. I mean that should be everybody should want to know if they're putting mRNA vaccine technology in our in our food. So we couldn't pass that in Missouri. And you look at these things and and we're kind of finding out why. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. There's a Freedom Caucus that has started in um, Missouri, but we found out there's some funding from some billionaires that out of Texas that might be going into the pockets of these uh, Republicans that are stopping these bills being, from being passed. So we're we're investigating more and more. Thomas Renz has been on top of this and getting information out, but it's like they're not even in our state. They're not even conservative, but they are uh, putting money into the pockets of people that are high up in the politics, Republican politics here in the state of Missouri. You're like Caleb Rowden, Cindy O'Laughlin, um, and, and some of these people voted very conservatively. Then they get moved into a leadership position within the party and they receive massive funding for the next election or they're being threatened. Allegedly. 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 They're spending time. Well, look at how quickly Mike there. Johnson flipped. Look at how quickly Mike Johnson flipped. His very first thing he does as speaker is cut a secret deal with Chuck Schumer behind the backs of all the other Republicans. And that doesn't represent the people of of America, that he's that he's supposed to be there doing a job to represent us. Uh, We're going to meet on Monday with Bill Eigel. Um, He's a senator here in the state of Missouri. He's hopefully going to be our freedom caucus. Part of the freedom caucus is going to be the next governor of Missouri. You know, would kind of be our hope. But they're doing crazy things, Timothy. They're actually taking away like parking places, parking spots. They might be, uh, you know, uh, getting rid of their offices because they don't like what they're doing. And so that's like so childish. But that's actually what's happening. They're going to take away their parking spot because they're part of this freedom caucus. And that's in an all red state with all Republicans in charge. And and they they can't they can't work together to serve the people. But I'm a little confused. Isn't the parking space why people run for office? I mean, why would you run for office it, it's, if it it's, weren't for the parking space, right? This is stuff in it's high school. That's what you do. Well, You're this is high school. It's high school stuff. Here's the thing. And, and so here's the thing. And I want to get back to this report because we saw we heard we heard before 
the numbers on the RNC. We knew about the $70,000. And I said this at lunch today as well. If you gave me the numbers and said, okay, which party did which? I would have gotten every single one wrong. I would have said it was the DNC that sent, spent 70000 plus on flowers and not right. $480. I mean, I got to give the DNC credit for spending $480 on flowers, right? Mm-hmm. The over expenditures on things that don't matter, flowers, limousines, et cetera, are bad enough. But what was really bad were the numbers that did come out yesterday. And that's how little money that Rana was spending on get out the vote, on yes. text messaging, and on state party support. Mm-hmm. That right there is criminal as far as I'm concerned. That is fraud because their donor base wants to support, get out the vote, text messaging, and state party support. That's why I tell everybody, do not ever give a dime to a candidate that uses win red. Brooke McGowan in NC10, our friend is running in Congress in NC10. She uses Anadot. She will not use win red because you're not giving to the candidate. You're giving to the party if you use win red. And the party has shown that they're even more irresponsible with your money Mm -hmm. than Democrats will be. True. Wasting our money, not move, not moving the dial forward, not doing anything that would do, you know, when you're buying flowers and limousines and you're not, you know, moving the dial forward, you're just wasting all of our money. But and if you've seen those puffy them- lips, come on, she's got great puffy lips now. Come on. <laughs> oh. You know, it just makes you sad. You see a lot of companies run that way. You know, Salesforce.com based in Denver, Colorado, yep. um, um, laid off 8,000 people. But they're paying Matthew McConaughey a $10 million a year salary as a consultant. He's not even on the board. He's not anything. But he's getting a $10 million thing as a consultant and uh, to be a part of their 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 party class. And it's like companies run that way. When Elon Musk took over Twitter, you know, he got rid of half of the employees and the company was doing better. And so, like, you can see how things are well, run. And that's the way a lot of things happen. Our government shouldn't be that way. You literally... Half of the people employed in Washington, D.C. could be gone tomorrow and things would actually improve, not go backward. That is exactly my thesis. It's what I've been saying. We need to shrink the federal government by two thirds. And here's how we do it. That's good. We go back to this little document that was ratified in 1789 that I like to call the United States Constitution. (laughs) And there's an army in there and a Navy. So we have an army and a Navy. And there's a Uh, commerce function, and there's a treasury, and there's a whole bunch of things that are in the Constitution. So we fund all those fully, fully fund them. But if it's not in there, if it's there because of the interstate commerce clause, or it's there because of something else, gone. My favorite video out of Brazil was when the new president went down the line. He had the whole org chart of the Brazilian government up on a Magnetic board. Afuera. Afuera. Any. Afuera. 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 <laughs> but the thing is, it wasn't yeah. just an election video. He actually did that. He actually got yes. rid of the Ministry of uh, Sport and, uh, and, you know, Equality. Gender. All they, yeah. They had a Ministry of yeah. Gender. Yeah. Yeah. No. Afuera. Afuera. <laughs> That's what we need to do. Seriously. And, and the best way to do it is through attrition because as you know, that when you apply for a civil service job, you, you first you take the civil service exam, and then once you get the passing score, they give you the civil service job, and you go down and you get your photo taken for your ID, and then they measure your arse 
because it's going to be set in concrete for the next 40 <laughs> years. And then you're going to retire with a full government pension, right? That's how it works. Well, that's why I love the president's idea of why is the agriculture department in Southwest Washington? And why isn't it out in Kansas? Why isn't the Department of Interior out in Wyoming? Right? That's what we need to do because all those people that are sucking off the government teat in Washington, D.C., they're not going to deign to move to the heartland. No, they've never seen a farm. No. Not have any of that. No, of course not. So we've gone dark and twisty. We got to give people hope. I'm thinking that your Senator Josh Hawley might be the Veep. What's the word there in Missouri? Uh, he's he's a talented guy. You know, sometimes he gets a reputation for being great at uh, asking pointy questions and, and being on the Senate hearings, kind of a Jim Jordan type. But I, I think he's incredibly smart. I know he has a very strong moral compass mm -hmm. uh, that that always points north. And that's that those things are not in question when it comes to to Josh Hawley. Um, My mom was actually his his mom's teacher, believe it or not. Yeah. Way oh, back really? in the day. Yeah. yeah. It, it, so, so we we're, we're very very fond of him. We were producing a lot of, of of great people coming out of the state of of Missouri there. But I I would I would lean against it just because I don't know how much ground that that would gain, uh, President Trump, uh, in any kind of pockets or any kind of new new chunks. You know, uh, as far as maybe being a female or well, I'm or not thinking like in that. terms of electoral. I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking beyond electoral pro uh, prospects. You know, the Boston Austin we had to have JFK with with LBJ, right? right? I'm thinking in terms of having a vice president that you could give a portfolio of activities, unlike Kamala Harris, who has failed at everything she's been given to yeah. do, who could she actually succeed and make America great again, and then. Mm -hmm step in at the end of the second term and go for another four years or eight years and have a 12-year uh, reign of America first, I think we could do a lot for the country. I think Josh or J.D. Vance or at least someone like them Josh Hawley the has the kind of mind that that he's the guy that probably could be on the Supreme Court. He could move, you know, in that oh, kind yeah. of direction. Well, he's, Ted Cruz, he's, too. Ted, oh, Ted, Ted Cruz yeah. is a brilliant, brilliant mind. But uh, Josh is a great communicator, and I, I, I know he... His feet are both planted on very solid ground. He's not easily swayed one way or the other. He has a predetermined moral compass. So from right. the perspective that you're saying, phenomenal. Uh, he would check that box, and he's a guy that I would vote for, for sure. There's not a crack in the wall at all. That's good to hear, from because you guys would know better than I. You know, stuck here deep behind enemy lines in the Northeast. <laughs> Flyover Conservatives, David, Stacy, we love you. Thanks for another great show. Can't wait to see you in two weeks. Check them out at flyoverconservatives.com. Download their app. Follow them on, on X and all the platforms at Flyover Conservatives. I hope you guys have a great fortnight and can't wait to spend some time with you and you know, get together over dinner next time we're together. That would Looking be amazing. Thanks so much for having us on. We really appreciate it. Well, we love you. Okay, take care. God bless. That's it for tonight's Reckoning on today's News Talk TNT. Stay tuned for the Havorier Morris Show. I'm Timothy Shea. Until next time, God bless you. God bless these United States. Keep fighting the good fight.